can do that. So, if not... A lot of frustration. <laughs> um, usually Audacity will fix that, so... Yeah. Alright. Well, now at least I have a backup recorder, so... Hey, and at least it's, like, not the, uh, the other podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully Skype will fucking fix itself in the next few days. Um, That's um, very bizarre. Yeah, I, I googled it and I don't see anybody else reporting any issues or any way to resolve that. It just said, make sure everybody is okay with recording. And I'm like, I mean, it doesn't give you the option to opt out. <laughs> so Yeah, it's like know. the legal thing. Like, make yeah. sure you're not secretly doing something. Alright, so we're going to talk what if. What if. Alright. Let's do it. I remember why I stopped using this recorder. Why? I'm pretty sure if I mute my mic, it doesn't actually mute the recording. I have to remember that. So, okay. Alright. Well, my child's here, so he may say something. So we'll see what happens. That's fine. Um, we'll keep it short and sweet since we spent 30 minutes trying to figure out Skype. <laughs> oh, wow, we did. It's 2.24. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to, um, well, hold on, let me start over. <laughs> I forgot what podcast we were doing. <laughs> we're doing the one with no intro, right? Marvel Fanfare. Oh, so, I'm on an actual show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, put I it on the Marvel that. one. So, um, so I can't ask you about your personal life here. Uh, I mean, I'm just you, kidding. You can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Marvel Fanfare, uh, a show that hasn't had an episode in a very long time. <laughs> it has uh, a wonderful intro. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, uh, I'm Logan. I'm Spencer. <laughs> and Spencer's never been on this podcast. That's true. I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm like realized how unprepared I am. Um, well, I figured since we were talking Marvel stuff, and I haven't, Elizabeth is just gone. Like she doesn't record at all anymore. Um, I was like, well, I need something for this podcast, so every once in a while we can talk Marvel stuff, and I'll just throw it in this feed. That works so, for me. I'm down. Um, so we're we're going to talk about what if months late. <laughs> so, but you know what? I feel like a lot of people will be catching up with it because of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness trailer from Spider Man. It's literally the only thing that got me to really watch it. Like even you watching it and going like you gotta get into it, it's really good. Like seeing that Doctor Strange trailer, I was like, Oh shit, I have to watch what if <laughs> I, I did I start the show before Spider Man? I'm not, I maybe like so. maybe like I started a little bit and then I came back and finished up in like in a pretty big sprint after watching the trailer. Yeah. I think is how it worked out. Hawkeye uh, really helped me honestly get back <laughs> into this. Hawkeye, which I loved, really got me to be like I gotta see what if because now I want more Marvel stuff. Um, I, so I don't know if you, just off talking about Spider Man, but off the subject of what if, have you had anybody? come up to you and say dude I started watching Daredevil oh my god that show's incredible 
No. I've had so many people tell me that because of Hawkeye and spoilers for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man, um, that they started watching Daredevil and I was just like, where have you been for the last seven years? <laughs> or I definitely, six years or whatever it is. I definitely started watching The Punisher because of you and my need to finish Daredevil which can't happen until I watch the things that came before it. <laughs> it's a weird compulsion. Um, but I definitely, like, am, I'm halfway through maybe, a little bit more than that, three quarters, um, through the first season. It's fine. It's exactly what I thought it would be, just a little less of what I thought it would be, which is making it bearable for me. He's uh-huh. so good. That he's fine. I think he's great, but... <laughs> Anyway, he's, we're not... He's no Dolph Lundgren. Oh, God. <laughs> or, or Thomas Jane. Well, um, I like Thomas Jane. Me too. <laughs> the best Punisher by Thomas Jane was that short he made for... So good. The laundry <laughs> like, mat or something yes, like that. It was so good, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, anyway, we're, we're talking about what if. So, um, I'm going to pull... Up. Basically, what we're going to do is just brief thoughts on like every episode and then kind of I guess overall thoughts okay um if that works yeah I can do that I'm pulling up the episode guide so if you haven't seen it um and you're like us and you did see that Doctor Strange trailer we're almost 100% sure that the other Doctor Strange you see in that trailer is the Doctor Strange that shows up in this series. Yes. Like Strange it has Supreme or something like that. Yeah, it hasn't been confirmed, right? Yeah, no anybody? one's confirmed it, but it's it's kind of like really since, you know, you have your your internet girlfriend Joanne Robinson like Stole it knows... from you. <laughs> yeah, it makes me so mad. <laughs> But in all fairness, I just stopped being active in social media. <laughs> so, um, okay, so uh, ep- we'll just run down episode by episode. The first one, what if Captain Carter uh, were the first Avenger? Uh, which, funny enough, is not where I started. I started with the zombie episode, which completely turned me off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Had I started here, things might be different. Um, what did you think about it? So, um, I love <coughs> the um, concept, and I love the costume, and I love what they do with Steve. Um, the only thing I didn't love is how it is essentially just a remake of Captain America, the first Avenger, and which I just actually watched two days ago uh, again. So, like, I can really confirm, like, it feels like it's just the it's that with the people kind of switched around and I would have rather it gone like a little different. Like I like all the, the stuff and I love Peggy Carter. Anything with Peggy Carter is a good thing. So I really liked it. I just kind of, and this is something that uh, you're, you're proclaiming my inter- internet girlfriend, but Joanna Robinson said a lot too. was like, I really like everything about it except that it's a retread of the same story. Cause I would have liked to seen like a real different version of this story. Um, but the character's great. She's great. I want to see her in more things, and I feel very – we'll get there, but I feel very promising that she will be in more things, and that's very exciting. So I, I liked it. I didn't love it. This was not my favorite episode, not my least favorite episode. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like we're going to be kind of lockstep, so <laughs> I apologize. Normally, I'm, I like to get contrarian, and Spencer <laughs> hates me for it, but 100%. Like, I was like, oh, wait, so this is literally just, like, Captain America, except it's Peggy Carter, and we get, uh, do they call him something when he gets in the iron suit? It's the, um, yes, they do. I only know because Sideshow is putting out the, the hot toy. <laughs> it looks really cool, and you can, it has, like, spots for Peggy to, like, you can pose her, like, hanging on it, riding it as it flies. Yeah. Um, um, whatever it is. Like, that was the only real, real big difference is that we didn't have a, like, World War Two Iron Man. Yeah. Know. And it wasn't enough of a difference. I was blown away every time somebody said, like, one or two lines of dialogue. And I was like, holy hell, that's the actor. That's not even, that's not like a sound alike. <laughs> Literally, the only person who didn't come back was Chris Evans. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty consistent through the whole show, too. It's amazing how yeah. I got all these guys to come do something. I mean, Evans and RDJ are really the only ones who... Well, they can't use Tom Holland, I guess. Right. Contractors with Sony. But uh, they're the only two who really didn't come back to play. So, which, I mean, it's fine. The guy doing Cap is, I mean, certainly serviceable. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm 100% agree. Uh, it was, it was just okay. Like, it was fun seeing her, but beyond that, I was just like, oh, okay. It's whatever. Now, yeah. the second episode, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord, you had told me about. And uh -huh. I was like, okay, yeah, but this is not going to be that great. Like, yeah, it'll be fun seeing Thanos not being Thanos. Holy shit, man. I think this is my favorite episode. It was it so good. It's close to my favorite. Like, you can't... I don't know that you can really top Thanos trying, like, jokingly, sort of frat boyishly trying to be like, it's not genocide. <laughs> like, <laughs> that whole joke is very good. Um, and, and yeah, even Kurt Russell being ego for a minute. Like, everything about it. There's all this little stuff that it just so works. And, obviously, the, the Chadwick Boseman of it all is really overwhelming, honestly. Um, but, but in a good way, like, it's so nice to, to have just more of him as T'Challa, and it's fun, it's just fun, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and just the, the story of, like, it's such a, like, it's, it sounds weird to be like, it's such a Chadwick Boseman thing, but, like, of course, if T'Challa becomes Star-Lord, the Reavers no longer are, like, pirates they're more like robin hoods uh -huh. and like everything just changes you know you have it, it's just it it was incredible it was funny like i i laughed so much through the course of all that um and even like when things go like you think they're going sideways they're, they're really not you know like yeah it, it just i loved it no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that this was a top tier for me of the whole season, for sure. Can you hear him? Can you hear my kid? Yeah. What's happening over there? <laughs> What's wrong? 
He said, I didn't see that one. You didn't show it to me. <laughs> uh, that, well, speaking of, had, did Ezra watch any of these? Ezra has not yet because two reasons. Um, we're working through the movies, and I'm going to make him watch all the movies first. Um, and then some of these are like like darker I than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> and so the movies are not like perfect or anything in terms of like the what's appropriate scale. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. We may cherry pick some of these. He's yeah. definitely gonna watch Captain Carter because he's interested. He he loves him some Peggy Carter. That's what uh, he has learned this week. <laughs> who doesn't, uh, man? <laughs> so, um, well, the Red Skull doesn't. But otherwise. <laughs> Um, well, I actually going back to what I said, uh, Hugo Weaving did not come back, but Ross Marquand, who did the voice, was the guy who stood in for Hugo Weaving in the uh, Infinity War movie. Yeah. So, um, he's he's an incredible voice talent and an excellent mimic. Um, he's also on The Walking Dead, or was for a while. Speaking of darker episodes, well, the here's third... a funny thing. Do you know why my kids make a noise? Can you guess? Why? Needs a diaper change. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I gotta go do that real quick. Okay. I don't know how this works with the recording, but I'm gonna go do that and I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm not gonna hang up. I'll just stay here. Yeah. But I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, good. All good. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, speaking of the darker episodes, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? is the next episode which is I mean effing dark man all the Avengers get killed <laughs> yeah this is the first one I went well I don't think my kid's gonna watch this one yet he's not quite ready and so did you ever read um what was the DC uh miniseries where is it the nail no, it's the one where, like, uh, was it the Adam's wife or somebody, like, had killed a hero? Final Christ? No. No. I no, can't I don't remember. think so. I, I think I know uh, what you're talking about, but I have not read it. I think it was Sue, no, it was Sue Dibney, I think, that had killed somebody, so it was Plastic Man's wife. Oh, wow. Um, uh... Anyway, it, it reminded me a lot of that, where, like, at the end, it was like, oh, so it was uh, OG Ant-Man running around murdering people because Nick, he thinks Nick Fury killed his wife. <laughs> so My kid is not happy, man. <laughs> what is the deal? Oh, let's bring him up here and see what happens. Yeah, and he's all craggly, Michael Douglas, and scary. Yeah, I mean, I was not expecting was... that. Yeah, it was kind of, not gruesome, but just, like, it took me by surprise by how dark it was. Um, yeah, I kept sort of waiting for, like, the, here's the solution, and yeah. and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, I thought it was uh, go good for them, like, going dark, going there, you know, um, and, like, trying something. So, I liked it um, in terms of, like, wow, this is not what I expected but also it's kind of like I just I had some sort of disconnect where I'm like this is kind of a kid show and I don't know what's so I had some sort of parent gene in me going like no I don't know about this yeah well I mean because you're not sitting down to watch like 
what you know is like adult themed animation or anime or anything you right. think you're watching avengers cartoons on that, disney plus yeah that are just fun and you're like what wait what <laughs> what's sim- going similar, on it's similar to like watching the new batman trailer for me and being like as me an adult i'm like that's i'll be there but i'm watching the trailer going like uh just make this rated r so i have like like a clear reason for my too smart kid to understand why he can't watch this movie. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. So yeah, it's a little funky. It's just a little like, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily have to have Marvel be light and fluffy. I just was like, I don't know. It was very interesting. I liked the swing. I don't know that I fully enjoyed the episode. Cause it's like I had a weird parental disconnect. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's fun. Like exploring that whole thing, but, I, I'm like you. I thought about my nephew watching it, and I was like, "Like he's so in love with these characters, man! Like this is probably heartbreaking for him." <laughs> so, uh, and then yeah, I'm gonna have similar thoughts in a future episode that we're about to talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, that and that starts like a three episode. Like here's some yeah. dark shit, guys, because <laughs> the next episode is what? What if Doctor Strange? lost his what is it lost his heart instead of yes. his hands yes and we see Stephen strange uh like be Stephen strange except in the car accident he loses um christine and like a thousand million times yeah and he just like becomes obsessed with figuring out how to change that and gets like lost in gets the the time stone or whatever and becomes obsessed with like trying to change that and basically breaks reality so the my question is like basically so no matter what dr strange just always fucks up reality <laughs> like no matter what universe we're in like he's always casting some stupid spell that breaks reality it's just so, how bad and and what universe right so um and we see we kind of see some of the stuff that happens here come into play in spider-man like the way he's able to like contain it mm-hmm. um and it, it's just it's interesting and this introduces Strange Supreme, who right. we think is in the Doctor Strange trailer, so it becomes a very important episode. But yeah, it's it's rough. Like I, I thought the death of the Avengers was rough. No, watching this dude deal with the death of his girlfriend over and over and over and over and over and lose his mind is really rough for an animated program. <laughs> There's also this level, too, as I'm, I agree with all of that, but then I'm watching it going, oh, I think they're going to take this show very seriously. Like, I think that, like, we're, this is canon. This is, like, in the world of the movies, too. Yeah. Um, and, and so this is the moment where it all sort of started clicking with me going, like, we need to actually pay attention to what's happening here in all of these. It's not just one-off fun little adventures like the comics could be. Um, this is, like they're going to fold this together somehow or have people you can cross universes or, or, you know, dimensions or whatever and, and realities. And, and this is all going to matter in some fashion. So I was, so like on one hand, I'm like, yeah, gosh, man, another dark one. Wow. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, Oh, they're like building a tapestry here. It's a very dark tapestry in this section. Um, but like they're building something bigger here 
in what I thought was going to be a fun sort of extra feature to liking the Marvel movies, you know? Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, And then they take another dark turn with the next episode, but it's a sidestep from like, oh, they're taking this seriously, I guess, is the Uh what if zombies. (laughs) Which are very popular, right? Like that whole thing is very popular. Yeah, um, and it was fun for a while, but, like, this feels, like, so late to the game, and I was just, this was the first episode I watched, and I was just like, I don't know about this, like, I don't really dig the animation, like, the whole, like, just the whole concept, I, I didn't enjoy this episode at all, outside of, like, the, the cape, uh, Doctor Strange's cape uh-huh. kind of just, you know, flying around helping people. That was the only part I was like, oh, that's fun. I like get a cool... head. Yeah, he was he was fun, um, but, but just I overall... never liked these characters in the books either. So like, and like, I'm not so like the zombie thing is never taken. It, I had like a moment with it, like most of America, but um, I, that moment didn't last as long as a lot of America um, for me. And and so this is. Like, yeah, okay. I get, I get it. I get why this is done. I get why this is appealing to some, but this is not my cup of tea. But I did like Ant-Man's head. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I feel like I'm on the wrong side of the fence with this because I feel like this is a lot of people's, like, oh, this is awesome. And I was like, oh, uh, no, I don't like this at all. Yeah, no, I think we're on the, this is strange how much we're syncing up. Usually you're like, Obi-Wan's a bad guy. And I'm like, what's going on? And and now I'm like, yeah, every single episode. So far we're, we're in lockstep. I think we'll diverge in, in soon. So I'm curious. So the next one is what if Thor were an only child? No, no, no. Killmonger. You skipped Killmonger. Oh, did I? Yep. Oh, yep. yep. Episode six. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Another dark episode, but it's not an episode you think is going to be dark for a very long time. <laughs> I I ended up so once I'm like vibing with what they're doing, I thought this was a awesome way to to revisit the Killmonger character, um, and I thought like I couldn't believe they got Michael B. Jordan. It's it's weird of all the people, mostly because he was he seemed to be a one and done actor in the series. Um, so I was like, oh, it's him, and like. And and so that was fun and like I I actually really dug this is my favorite of the dark episodes, a hundred percent. Um, it it was such a uh, it did what I wanted the first episode to do. Like it yeah. retells that story in such a different way. Um, Tony becomes this like mentor, you know, it, uh-huh. kind of like he did with Spider Man, but like. It, it's that early, early cocky Tony, and yeah, it's just fun to watch it play out, and like, it, the whole time, like, early on, I'm waiting for that Killmonger, like, turn, and it doesn't happen, and doesn't happen, and doesn't, and then when it does, I was just like, no! <laughs> and it's rough. Yes! Um, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan, man, he like even just voice acting he just freaking kills it and i I kind of regret that they killed him off in black panther because but that's the thing about this and that's what i started thinking watching this one it's like 
they've just figured out a way to solve the you killed the villain too fast problem. Yeah. That's I mean, true. And, and you know what? They've already done it with Gamora in the, the movies. We haven't seen her again since uh, Endgame, but she'll be in the next Guardians, and they've they've already replaced someone with a different timeline version. That's so. True. So they've explained it to the mass audience, and they're kind of fine-tuning it with the more niche audience like us. Um, and like I'm like, they're really making it so they can do anything they want to do with anyone who'd like to come back ever. There is an escape hatch for everybody. Peggy Carter, and they never, ever have to talk about the TV shows, which I know Kevin Feige probably loves. Yeah, but that Peggy Carter show was really I know. good. <laughs> I know. He's not always right. Um. So, the next one, what if Thor were an only child? 100% my favorite one. <laughs> Except for the ending, because the ending is like a cliffhanger thing. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of like whatever, but um, but all of it I loved so much. It is fun. I, I, this was maybe the one episode I was like, I wish this were a live-action show. Not that Chris Hemsworth does not, like, completely knock it out of the park voice-wise, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's basically what if Thor were Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I that's mean, pretty accurate. That's good. It's so much fun watching him being this, like, like he's already a self-centered kind of egotistical dude, but, right. like, without that balance, <laughs> like, it's... And when Loki does show up, you think it's going to be like, oh, here we go. But then it's like, no, even though they weren't brothers, they still somehow become friends. <laughs> they just bro it up across the universe. I got to take another break. I can finish up. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So where were... you said that they became best friends anyway. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And just brought it up across the universe, which it was just, it was fun and funny and went places I didn't ever expect it to go. Like every time I thought they were going left, they turned right. It was, it was a good episode. Not my favorite. I still love the Star Lord, but it, it was a lot of fun. And Hemsworth like just kills it, man. He, you can tell he's just having so much fun playing it up. No, absolutely. And it's just, yeah, it's just so many, I mean, it just has everything. It even has the Grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> like, the people they get to come in for these brief, and then, then the people that they couldn't get, like, Scarlett Johansson didn't come back, but, like, Belle does fine. Like, it, I mean, she's really great. She's, like, uncanny. Yeah. Um, so. And then, so, the last two episodes are kind of actually the last three episodes kind of just like tumble into each other yeah but episode eight is what if ultron won ultron gathers all the infinity stones wipes out all of earth realizes that there's like that the watcher is there Mm -hmm. and then proceeds to try to wipe out the multiverse so the watcher has to gather a team of heroes which that's really the next episode but um i don't i don't maybe this is where we diverge i didn't love the last two episodes they were they were fine i understood what they were trying to do but i was kind of just having fun with the stories and them not kind of tying together 
Yeah, I think that I, um, I felt that as they kind of cohered into a narrative with the Watcher, I thought like, okay, like I feel there's purpose in the season since they're obviously like building into the overall narrative of the MCU with some of these back doors to bring actors back and things like that. Um, I was like, okay, there's like a point to the season and that felt good. But the only thing I, it's like this weird beyond the show i don't like knowing there's a season two coming so i'm like well, are we gonna have to do this again <laughs> like yeah. are we gonna have to join them together again in some way and that's not so interesting to me um and so there's a weird thing of like i liked it kind of having a point in the end with this whole like the ultron winning and it's the multiverse and uh, as we get into the final episode kind of bringing it all home that's all like i, I liked all that but like in the meta like tech like textual like real life knowledge seeping in i'm like but does that mean every season is going to culminate in a what if avengers yeah and i don't really care about that like i liked thor broing it up with loki and like having his adventures and i liked t'challa being a reaver but a nice one and um even the the swing the dark swing with uh, killing all the avengers was is interesting more interesting than oh we're gonna build to a team of every season so i felt like the show sort of revealed itself and i don't like that but i liked the the ending i just don't want to see this like every year we're having to get or every season we're having to get a band together and Does that make sense? A hundred percent. So we're, we don't diverge here. We're basically almost lockstep for the whole series. Well, there you um, go. Uh, yeah, and, and then the last episode is what if the Watcher broke his oath, puts the team together, they go after Infinity Ultron, yada, yada, yada. It It's fine. It, it, it makes... If this is one season... It makes sense to do it this way. I don't think if you're planning multiple seasons, it makes the most sense to do it this way. I'm glad we did. We got more Chadwick Boseman um, out of it. Like that. That's good because we wouldn't have otherwise. <clears throat> yeah. But maybe the biggest issue I have is that we. So this came after Loki, right? Mm-hmm. So Loki basically starts with. Uh, them saying, oh, the Infinity Stones, turns out they don't really even matter that much. We have a whole drawer full of them. Except then this show turns around and makes them important again. But they don't matter within the side, the confines of the DVA. Yeah, I guess I can see that. That's my loophole that I think they're also enjoying. Like, I think it's their loophole, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Which mean, is something to do with Kang finding like a way to nullify their power within his. Okay. That's that's kind of okay. my. I think it's a Kang. Kang is bigger than the Infinity Stones, which is going to be a big deal later on, right, for the movies. Yes. And I, so I think that's going to feed in. Like, someone's going to look back and be like, oh, but Loki, remember, they weren't a big deal because he's figured them out too, and that kind of thing. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that there's. A plan, even if it's something as dumb as like, oh look, in the 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 third Thor movie, we're gonna have uh, uh, her walk into Odin's vault, pick up the Infinity Gauntlet, and go, this is fake, and throw it aside. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, like okay, you know, I know you'll you'll figure it out. So, 
Um, but yeah, I didn't didn't love the last two episodes. They were fine, but they definitely were not not my favorite. They built up to something. They resolved the thing. It, it felt very standard. So I liked the the Peggy Carter coming back stuff. I like <clears throat> Peggy again, and Peggy and Black Widow stuff was really good. I thought. Yes. Um, and I liked the bar in the middle of nowhere, which is very similar to a bar in the DC books. And, like, it reminded me of that a lot, where, like, the magical characters go to. Um, like, there's, like, this whole setting where they, like, they come together before they go off on their journey. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like... Not really. That... Okay. Well, from which <laughs> level? Do you know what I'm talking about from the What If show? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> from, so, not from the DC thing. <laughs> okay, and there's a, in DC Universe, there's a thing where all the magical characters, it's like a, it's like a, uh, no, like, it's like John Wick, when they go to the hotel, all the assassins, they can't kill each other on the hotel grounds. Gotcha. It's like that, but for the magic people, and they can go have a beer together, so you can see, like, Constantine with, you know, Zatanna, and then, like, uh, like a bad guy, and they're all just having a beer, or whatever. And, um, anyway, but it reminded me of that, but I kind of like that trope, it's the same, like, I like it in John Wick, I like it in the DC books. So I've read Justice League Dark because I like that whole vibe of just hanging out in that spot. <laughs> um, and so I liked that a lot. Um, I'm just – but the the overall just like, well, we had to do this so we could team them up. That's not as exciting. I would have liked it if they had to do this so that Scarlet Witch and – or not Scarlet Witch, so that Black Widow and uh, Peggy had to save the day. That would have been more interesting. But we yeah. got more chat, so it's like it's a, you know. Yeah, it's a very mixed bag. Um <laughs> And I don't love the goofy moments with the Watcher overall. Like, it, there's some silly stuff that he kind of says or does. I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that. Like, yeah, I think he should always be super serious. It's okay if everybody else is goofy around him, but he really just works if he's super serious with like no sense of humor, nothing. <laughs> Well, because he's so silly to begin with, like right. looking and like the whole concept. So just like let him be serious and move on. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And Jeffrey Wright, uh, I think his comedy is much better uh, if you can see his face. Like you yes. have to see him pull off the the line reading, in my opinion. And he's a good choice for the the voice of the Watcher, though. Like I agree for serious though, right? Like when right. he's very like I think he's absolutely it's like theatrical and serious and like he can only <clears throat> naturally be a certain kind of gravelly. He can't help that, but it's sort of that difference between casting stars and voice actors as animated characters and and they picked a great star to play most of this, but they needed a voice actor to really sell all of what they were trying to do and they I think they should have stayed in one lane which is what you're saying like the serious lane yeah. and then they would have been fine um yeah overall though like I <laughs> I regret not watching it initially um and kind of letting one episode like sour me on it mm -hmm. I'm glad you stressed it and then I'm glad we did get that Doctor Strange trailer otherwise it would probably be what like may or something before i was like oh shit i have to go watch this show <laughs> uh -huh. well so funny story anecdote about the show is so they put out lego sets themed to what if so they can get the captain carter and the captain and steve rogers in the iron suit um lego and stuff like that and katie my wife bought our son who loves lego the older one not the one who you've heard on this podcast um uh, a what if set because it was a, a Iron Man 
and there's like one flash where I can't remember who the watcher takes, but he doesn't take Tony. He takes whoever's with Tony. I think it might be Peggy Carter. I can't remember. Uh, but he's got like this like uh, Iron Man suit that has wheels on it. It turns into a car as a transformer, basically. Um, and so Katie got in this Lego because it was like it's like a robot car and like. But then Ezra's like Iron Man, Tony Stark. What's his deal? And Katie tells him he's an engineer and he's a billionaire. And my six year old is like, uh huh. That's what I want to be when I grow up. And therefore, we have now watched all of phase one of the Marvel movies in the last eight days. Um, and we are into phase two. He's seen the first Avengers and he's seen Iron Man three. We did skip ahead to Shang-Chi because he was very interested in that. And I felt like once you've met Trevor in Iron Man three, you're OK to watch yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, Wong doesn't make as much sense. But he doesn't have to make any sense. And the abomination doesn't matter. Um, and so we watched that and he really loved it. But because of this show directly, there's a line from this show to Lego set to my wife being like, well, this looks different. And maybe he'll like it because all the Legos were sold out otherwise because of Christmas. Um, and uh, my son, now a Marvel fanatic, wants to watch all of the Marvel movies. So he's trying to get me to skip Thor The Dark World to watch Ultron, and I say, no. I said, no. <laughs> you will watch them in order. No son of mine will watch Marvel movies out of order for the first time. This isn't Star Wars. We do this the right way. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just it, – it's very funny. This show has a, a legacy within my house. We'll always talk about this show, but unfortunately I don't know that my son will be able to watch it for a little while. <laughs> I'm going to let him watch the Peggy Carter one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what season two brings. Apparently – uh, we will have an announcement in the next few months on the, the premiere is what I've read teased online uh, we did get the Moon Knight date that trailer is oh my god I, love I can't it. wait loved it <laughs> so, Ethan Hawke is the bad guy cult leader with the crazy hair I'm 100% yeah. it could be any show but it's actually a Marvel show and I'm stunned so I'm so in yeah this, we, this podcast has completely failed like talking about Marvel stuff on a regular basis Moon Knight is a show that I don't care if I have to talk by myself <laughs> like I'm like I, I cannot wait for this I'm so excited hey as long as you can uh, deal with the occasional interruption like I'm in I'm oh, in yeah. to talk about it because yeah. um, you know I'm watching it all and now that I got you know the kid involved he's all I'm curious what he's going to think of Doctor Strange 1 I'm very curious to see if he likes that or not um, he's I could see that going either way but yeah we'll go with it um I need I need to everybody I know is revisiting those movies I haven't for a long time I need to do that I had no intention I I, I wanted to watch um, this year my plan had been to watch Doctor Strange because I haven't seen it since the theater um, and I wanted to watch Thor Ragnarok because I honestly I watch that one once a year at least anyway I just love that movie but um, to get ready for Love and Thunder you know yeah. um, but and Multiverse of Madness but um like that's it that's all my plan had been to not go back to any of them but the Ezra addiction plus there's like a billion Legos about Avengers stuff and he is very excited to have a new world of Legos <laughs> so um, so yeah so to get him um, the games aren't incredibly fun but he might enjoy them we try we I do have actually Avengers I think it is for the PlayStation and he we, he did not like it because The Force Awakens is an excellent Lego video game. Yes. And so he's a little <laughs> spoiled on. He's like, this doesn't work as great. Yeah, What's it's hard to take that? that step back. Yes, it's like, very strange. They didn't they didn't didn't do a good job with that one. Um, no. um, but yeah, so that's that's what if uh, like 
sorry we're months late to the show but uh uh, Overall, I would, though, I would say I would say we're probably not alone. I so I, I have a, a friend who borrows my Disney Plus, or we jointly have it, but he really borrows it. Um, and I noticed that he didn't even finish What If. Like he got when I got to it, he had not watched the last episode, and he started it back in the summer. So I texted him, was like, it's, "You might want to watch the last episode. Like it is worth it to finish, especially with the potential for Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, like it's worth it. It does finish out the season fine." And, and I think well enough. Um, the only thing that's not exciting is that it feels like it sets up a season to do this every year, you know, um, for me. And But I'm like, you've got to finish it. And so I would say, I bet there's people out there who are like on the fence who maybe started or cherry-picked episodes, um, which is like the kind of thing I would do with the comic book if I found what-if issues like in a cheap bin. They're like, yep. which one has the coolest cover? That's the one I'll get. Um, and I think people probably watched it that way. Um, but I think that yeah, I think it's worthwhile if you haven't seen it or didn't finish it to go back and, and finish the whole thing, especially just for the performances. It's kind of cool to be like, wow, it's like they got Benedict Cumberbatch to do like eight episodes of a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. He's probably uh, going to get an Oscar, but he's still going to do Marvel <laughs> cartoons. Um, yeah, it, it kind of makes you like, I, I don't know. I would love to be a fly on the wall in Kevin Feige's office. Either he's got dirt on everybody or he's just the nicest most persuasive dude in Hollywood. <laughs> He's got that Disney paycheck too. That 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 checkbook. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that bank that backs him up. So, um, but yeah. So, so if you don't hear another episode of this podcast until Moon Knight, <laughs> we'll definitely be talking that, about Moon Knight. Is that before Doctor Strange? Does that start before Doctor uh, Strange? March thirtieth. Okay, and the Doctor Strange is when May. Uh, yeah, sometime in May. So okay. it'll it'll be wrapping up. About the time Doctor Strange premieres, I think. And then we don't have so, anything else between now and Moon Knight, right? Or just sort not, of hang. Not that I know of. Uh, okay. I think it's all Star. Disney is all Star Wars focused at the moment. Disney Plus, anyway. I did um, read that. Um, just actually, I think today, this morning, I was reading an interview with um, Tom Tom Roth, Tim Roth, Tim, Tim Roth, Roth um, saying how much fun he had shooting uh, She Hulk, um, and. And he said, he goes, something along the, the lines of, like, this woman they have, this Tatiana, she is just incredible. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, been on part of that club for a while. Glad the yep. whole world's about to find out. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so. uh, I, I have plans to talk She-Hulk already with uh, my old uh, Orphan Black crew. So, oh, cool. Uh, hopefully that, that's still the plan. So Nice. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh if nothing else, we'll be, we'll be back to talk Moon Knight. But you can check out everything else we do over at xwingfiles.com, including our new podcast, Brian K. Pod, which we're having a blast with. Episode two go or episode three actually goes up uh, Saturday. So. Oh, very cool, very cool. That that's me. If you want more of me, for some reason, that's that's <laughs> I am there with Logan doing that. Um, yeah, it's a much more. Uh, structured and lively discussion i think <laughs> kick it free i make yeah. sure <laughs> um so yeah go check us out over there and uh, uh we'll be back in march awesome thanks man thanks for having me yeah it was fun i'm glad we got yeah. to do it me too all right i will talk to you later i'm going to get some food i'm starving cool man enjoy it talk to you soon all right bye bye